Good morning, everybody. Psachim daf hey quick chazar we saw daf dal the gemara on the top of daf dal amiralaf taught that we learned three things from the story of Reb Number one that avos also milas asandlo because Reb took off his shoes right away when he heard the news. Number two that a shmur when a person hears the news much further out, not right away. The halacha is that it's only night one day, and then that day is not a full day. Rather mixing kukula as long as you're night for a little bit. The halacha is you're mekayim the din of avelas, and that's why he went to the bathhouse right afterwards. Then we saw the gemara brought down that depending on the language that a person uses, we could sometimes figure out what shevet he's from. The gemara brought down the Indian of his a person should try to do the mitzvah as early as possible. Then the Gemara discussed who has to do the badika. Is it the responsibility of a renter to do the badika or the owner of the house? The Gemara concluded that depends if it's the, if it's before the adal, if it, the renter got there before the 14th, then it's his responsibility. If he comes on Erev then it's the responsibility of the owner. We saw the Gemara Bays went through that the Allah is a person cannot tie back to even if he comes to the house, which the assumption was that it was checked for Hametz, and it comes out it wasn't checked for Hametz, the Gemara concludes he cannot tie back to because, first of all, a person would rather do the mitzvah himself, and even in a place where you pay, mitzvah, pay money for it, a person wants to do money, a person wants to do mitzvahs with his money. And finally, the last discussion of that was, the Gemara concluded that everybody agrees that there's an Isser Chametz on the day of Erev Pesach. And the question of the Gemara was, what is that Makar? So the Gemara started off by bringing different Makars for these Xeris Akasa that the Echiv of getting rid of the Chametz is ready on Erev Pesach. Today's Daf is going to continue along that discussion, going to bring a few more Makarimits, a few more Psukim to describe that the Isser of eating Chametz starts in Erev Pesach and you have to get rid of the Chametz on Erev Pesach. And then the Gemara on is going to discuss the halacha of having a non-Jewish chametz in your prop, in your rishos, whether you're allowed to hide the chametz in your rishos. So that's going to be the Gemara on the base. Let's jump right in. The top of that payment off says the Gemara. We're starting from the dot, approximately ten lines down from the top. The last one in the line is the Bayer Rabbi Shmuel. Says the Gemara. The Gemara is continuing to bring more sources to show that the Isra of Chametz starts in Erev Pesach. Says the Gemara. The Bayer Rabbi Shmuel. Tana. The Bayer Rabbi Shmuel. They learned Matzinu Yudal Shenikar Rishain. We sometimes find that Yadal is called Rishon. Shnamik the Pasik says Barishain Ba'arba Asar Yayim Lachaydish. The Gemara before brought down two Psukim. One Pasik said Barisha and one Pasik said Shivat's Yam. So the question was, how do we reconcile that? So one way the Gemara reconciled it was by saying that I, since you have this theorem, must be that Barishain is referring to Erev Pesach. So now the Gemara very small says, we already find in other places that when the Pasik says Barishain, it's actually referring to the 14th day, because the Pasik says Barishan Rabasyam Lachaydish. So you see clearly that Barishan can be referring to the 14th. So says the Gemara, that's the Makar, that the Isr Chamit starts in the 14th day. It says Barisha and Barisha can be referring to the 14th day. Rnachan Ritzak Amar Rnachan Ritzak says, Risha and Demei Karmash. Rnachan Ritzak says, even if there wasn't a steer between the two Psukim, and since we had the steer, we, had to, we answer that Barisha is referring to Arab Pesach, it says Rnachan Ritzak, even if without the steer, we would say that Risha is referring to the day before Yom Tov. Why? Because sometimes Risha means Demei Karmash, but it's Mash from the day before, the time before. Damar Kra, the Pasik says, Harisha and Adam Tua, the Pasik and Eves, over there, Eves asking the question, he's saying, was anybody born before Adam Risha? So you see, sometimes Lushan of Risha, Means before, so before Adam. So, so to up here, when the Pasuk says Barisha in the first day of Yom Tov, it doesn't mean that the, the day one of Yom Tov, it doesn't mean day one of Pesach. Rather, the Pasuk means the day before Pesach, and the day before Pesach is our Pesach. So, therefore, it says the Gemara, says that's another Maramakam to say that the Isra of Chamed starts in our Pesach, because the Pasuk is Barisha, and we thought Barisha meant the day of Pesach, and we had to ask a steer, and we said, no, over here it means our Pesach. No, even without the steer, Barisha would mean the day before Pesach would mean Erev Pesach. Says the Gemara, is that true that every time the Pesach is Barisha and it means the day before the Yom Tiv, it means the day before? I have many times the Gemara is going to bring down a few places where Tyrus says B'yam Arisha, and that's referring to the first day of Yom Tiv itself. It's not referring to the day before Yom Tiv. Asks the Gemara, Elamayata asks the Gemara, if that's the case, if the word Rishon means the day before, the Pasuk says a person is obligated to take the Lulav on the first day of Sukkot. You mean to tell me that a person is obligated to take the Lulav on Erev Sukkot? Says the Gemara, 
Over there, it's different because the pasuk says, The pasuk over there says, a person has to be with Simcha seven days. Just like over there, when the terrorist says, Shiva, the terrorist says seven, it's referring to the last day of Yom Tov. So too, when the terrorist says, Rishain, it's referring to the first day of Yom Tov itself. So therefore, says the Gemara over there, we have a specific reason to think that Rishain is referring to the first day of Yom Tov. Says the Gemara, Says the Gemara over here also, by Matzah also, it says that the Chiyav start, that the Chiyav is there for seven days. So just like the seven days referring to Pesach, so to the first day should be referring to Pesach itself. So the Chiyav should be the first day of Pesach, not the day before Pesach. No, says the Gemara, Rishain. No, then the Pasuk would say Rishain. How Rishain Lamli? Why does the terrorist say Harishain by the Isra of Eden Chametz? Shmami no comes to tell you. Look at Amar and comes to tell you that the Chiyav of getting rid of the Chametz starts on Erev Pesach. Asks the Gemara. Ihachi hasam nami harishain lamli asks the gemara. Yeah, but by lulav also it says the lashon of harishain. If you're telling me the lashon of harishain means the day before, so a person should be take the lulav on erev sukkahs. You know that's not the case. Vesu asks the gemara, and furthermore, hasam dechsev in regards to sukkah. It also says this lashon of harishain because the pasuk says by sukkah That's the whole pasuk. In regards to the yomtiv of sukkah, so says the Gemara over there. Emar Rishon to make karmash. You're going to tell me the chiyuv of not doing malacha on sukkah. The chiyuv of being in the sukkah starts on erev yomtiv. Says the Gemara, no. Shani hasam damarkar. We yemesh shmini shabbat saying mash shmini shmini mechag af rishon rishon mechag. No, again over there the Torah specifically says hashmini, which is referring to the last day of yomtiv. So so too, and it says rishon, it means the first day of yomtiv. Asks the Gemara, Harishin Lamali. I asks the Gemara, so why does the Torah have to say Harishin? What's that coming to exclude? Says the Gemara, It comes to tell you that there's no Isra Malach on Chalmite, that the person's allowed to do work on Chalmite. Asks the Gemara, Chalmite, I don't need an extra exercise, I cost of an extra hay. Harishin to tell you not to do work on Chalmite. The Torah specifically says, You now do Malach on the first day and on the eighth day. So of course you're allowed to do Malach in between, which is days of Chalmite. Why don't I need an extra exercise, I cost of Tell me that you're not allowed to do Malach on Chalmite. Answers the Gemara, No, it's I need it. I would have a to say, since the terrorist says on the eighth day, vav in Yerushin, the extra vav would be meisiv on the first pasuk. And I would say that since the terrorist said and on the eighth day, that's coming to include all the intermediary days. It's coming to include chalmayit as well. So that's why I need that extra gzarah of the hay to tell you that no, there's no iser of of malach and Says Gemara, that's that's a very strange way of doing it. Asks the Gemara, that's very strange. Why are we saying we need this extra meat to tell you that there's no Isra and Because since the Torah wrote the Vav by Ubiyam Eshmini, that's why I need an extra Gersakas of the Hey to tell you that there's no Isra of Malach and Asks the Gemara, don't write the Vav by Ubiyam Eshmini, and then we don't need the Hey to tell you that I would have thought to say that there's Isra, there's an Isra Malach and No, there's no Isra. Just don't write the Vav, and then there's no reason to think that there's an Isra of Malach and so therefore, says the Gemara, it doesn't really make sense to say that that's why the Torah wrote the hey to tell you there's no Isra Malach and That if that was the case, the Torah just wouldn't write the vote. So says the Gemara, the Gemara does not like that shot either to say that the reason why it says Be'amarishan by the Yamtiv of Sukkis is to tell you that there's no Isra Malach. So the Gemara doesn't like that either. Vesu, and that's the Gemara third Gashah. Awesome, Dachsev. Over there, in regards to the Yamtiv of Pesach, Dachsev, the Pasuk says Be'amarishan, the Pasuk says that the Yamtiv starts on the first day, the first day of Yamtiv, Rinal Adu Malacha. Says the Gemara, Rishan and Karmash, you can tell me that that means Rinal Adu Malacha. On that Pesach as well, we know that's not the case. Rather, says the Gemara, Elahani Rather, says the Gemara, the reason why Terah uses the Lashon of Rishon in all three of these cases, in regards to the Yom of Sukkot, the Lulav, 
And in regards to Pesach, it's for a different reason. The Katana de Baby Shmal. So tell you the Chesh Katana de Baby Shmal. The Tana de Baby Shmal, because Tana de Baby Shmal learned Beschar Shlesha Rishain, Zachul Shlesha Rishain, Beschar of the three mitzvahs, which Apostle says Rishain Rezechah to three things. Number one, Mahach Rezechah Shal Number one, that the children of Esau are going to get destroyed. Number two, the Bin of Esau Megdish. And number two, that the Base of Megdish is going to be built. Ulish Meshal Mashiach. And then Mashiach there is going to come, the name of Mashiach, which we're going to explain in one second. It says, Mahach Rezechah Shal Eisav. Because the Apostle says, That's a Rishain at Manikulak. Again, the Apostle says, in regards to all three of these things, Lashon of Rishain. So in this Chos, that we makabal the Mitzvah of Rishain, that we do the Mitzvah of Rishain. So, so then we're going to have the Schar of these three things, which says Rishain. And it says, And it says, The third thing, Lashon Mashiach. So the Pasuk says, in regards to these three things, and because of the mitzvahs that were makabal, sukkah, lulav, and pesach, so because of those three mitzvahs, we are zeichah to these three things. And the Marshal explains over here why exactly each one corresponds to the other. So he describes that pesach represents the idea that Kaddish Baruch who came and he hit the mitzrayim, he gave them, he punished them and destroyed them, so to Kaddish Baruch in the future is going to destroy these Arashel Esav. And number two, sukkah represents the idea of geula, that we sit in the sukkah to remember the geula from mitzrayim, so too, Hakadish Baruch was going to rebuild the base of Megdash Bezer Hashem. And number three, the third thing represents the idea of Mashiach. The Lula represents the idea of Mashiach because the Pasuk said by Lula, the union of taking the Lula, the union of Simcha, and therefore Yitzchul says the Marsha of Etamitis Lula of Shinamar Rishain because Yitzchul is Simcha, that's a love of Mashiach, Shinakar Rishain, Vedicta Glamour, Lishmai, Shal Mashiach, Shishmai Menachem, Shinach Menu, Visam Chenu. That the Gemara specifically says we're going to be Zerka to the name Mashiach, when the name Mashiach is Menachem, the Mashiach is going to come along and be Menachem Klaisel, bring, bring Simcha to Klaisel, and that's why it corresponds to the Lula, the Lula of the union of Simcha, so in this Chos that we're in the midst of Lula, the Simcha, we're going to to the Indian of Mashiach, which will bring Simcha to Klai Yisrael as well, says the Heligi Gemara of Eiter. The Gemara now is going to continue to give sources to show that the Yisrael of Chaman starts in our Pesach. So it says in Gemara, Rabbi Amrachal, Rabbi said from this Pesach, the Pesach says, The Gemara Darshan is like this, that when you shech the current Pesach, when you shech the current Pesach, the Chametz already has to be gotten rid of, and Malachas Yishach the Karim Pesach and Erev Yom Tov on Yom Yudal. Therefore, we have a clear source. You're not out of Chametz at that time. We have a clear Ramakov to show that this Chametz starts in our Pesach. Says Gemara Ve'Emakol Chad V'Chad Kishachet asks the Gemara. Okay, so you're telling me the Torah is telling you that when a person shechs Karim Pesach, he's not out of Chametz anymore. So then it should be telling each individual person that depending on when each Chabur shechs their Pesach, that's when they have to get rid of the Chametz. But each person, it shouldn't be specifically the sixth hour or the seventh hour. We'll have to see. It should be when right before a person shechs Karim Pesach, he should have to get rid of the Chametz, but not specifically earlier in the day. By Chatzos, says the Gemara. No, the terrorist said this man shrita, the time where you're allowed to do shrita, that's when the Isser Chamet starts. Therefore, says Ravo, if another man walking to show, the Isser of Chamet starts right in Arab Pesach. Says the Gemara, Tanya Meach, we have a Brysa which supports this Makar of Ravo. Brysa says, Ach, we am Rishon Tashbisu Sarm, but Techem Erev Yomtiv. The Pasuk says you have to get rid of the Chamet. So now the Gemara clarifies like this, Erev Yomtiv, I know Yomtiv Asmai. When the terrorist said you have to get rid of the Chamet, is that referring to Erev Yomtiv? Is that referring to Yomtiv itself? Tamil Ramat, so the Pasuk says, the Pasuk that Ravo quoted, Let's just Chamet Tam Zivchi. And the Gemara Dashan, like Ravo explained, Let's just Pesach, without Chamet Kaim. Dear Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel said clearly the same Makar as Ravo, just like Ravo explained. That the terrorist says you're not out of Chametz at the time of the Shechem and the Karim Pesach, and since you Shechem the Karim Pesach on Erev Yomtiv, we have a raya that you're not out of Chametz on Erev Yomtiv. Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Kiva says, I don't need this because there's a cost of Rabbi Shmuel. I have another Mara Malkum to show this Rav Chametz starts on Erev Pesach. Why? The Pasuk says, How are you? The Pasuk says, The Allah is that you have to get rid of the Chametz. And the Pasuk says, That you're not allowed to do Malacha on Yomtiv. And the Allah is that Avara burning on Yomtiv is a Malacha. So therefore, says the Gemara, says Rabbi Kiva, from the fact that the terrorist says you have to burn the Chametz, which the Gemara is going to point out that Rabbi Kiva holds that the mitzvah of getting rid of the Chametz has to be done on Yomtiv. It has to be done Ayyadeh burning it. So therefore, it says the Gemara from the fact you have to burn the Chametz, and the terrorist says you're not allowed to burn the Chametz on Pesach. So Alamai, when the terrorist said you have to get rid of the Chametz, it must mean you have to get rid of the Chametz on our Pesach, since there's an Isra of burning on Yomtiv. So therefore, it must be that the mitzvah of getting rid of the Chametz on our Yomtiv.
says, I have another Marmokim. I don't need these Gzeris HaKatsas. I have a different, I have a different reason. Hariyam the Tariyah says, Ach, Boyam Rishon Tashpishis Arim Yotechem. The Tariyah says, you have to get rid of the Chametz. And the Shaila is like this, Merav Yamtiv, Ayin Ali Biyamtiv. When the Tariyah says, you have to get rid of it. Does that mean in Yamtiv? Or does that mean in Arab Yamtiv? Tamil Arim, that's what the Tariyah says. Ach, Chalak. The word Ach is Machalik. And the Tariyah says like this, Vib Yamtiv Atzim, Mi Shari. And if you're going to tell me that it's referring to Yamtiv itself, is it permissible? Meaning that the Lashon of, of Ach comes to tell you that there's a period of time during this day that's Asr of Chametz, that it's Mutter, and there's a period of time that's Asr. So if, it's, if you're going to tell me that it means the day of Yamtiv itself, but there's no there's no tzad to say that on Yom Tiv itself it's Motor Dev Chametz so therefore it must be that it's going on Erev Yom Tiv and therefore it's telling you that on Erev Yom Tiv the morning is Motor Dev Chametz and the afternoon is Asr Dev Chametz and the Gemara explains the Gemara continues to explain there's no tzad to say that it's Motor Dev Chametz on the first day of Yom Tiv even for a portion of the day we already know that the halacha is that you, we have to eat matzah ready right away on the night of Pesach and therefore we know that there's no way to, there's no tzad to say that you're allowed to have chametz on Pesach itself because we have a hekish between the two things. So Elamai, the Torah, when it says you have to get rid of the chametz, it must be referring to Erev Yamtiv and Ayamtiv itself. Amar Rava, Rava says, Shema Minam Rekiva class. Says Rava, I learned three halachas from this Pasuk of Rabbi Kiva. Says more. what are the three things? Shema Minam, first thing I hear is the Ein Bir Chametz El Sreifat. The halacha is that the only way you could do Get rid of your chametz is through strafa. That because Rabbi Kiva said that the, that the, since the Torah says you have to get rid of your chametz, so it must be that you have to enter yamtiv. Because it's also doing yamtiv itself. I says says Rava, but we're going to see later on that there's many ways a person can get rid of the chametz. Machlekes we'll have to see later on. But says Rava, we see clearly that Rabbi that the only way you can get rid of the chametz is through strafa. So since the only way you can do it through strafa, that's why you have to enter yamtiv. And number two, we see that avar lachalakiyatzis. There's an extra pasuk in regards to the malachas. So the Torah says all the malachas, and the Torah says this are making a fire. So the question was why the Torah repeat that issue. It's there of making a fire to it. It's Adam and Shabbos. It's Do we say it's Lelaviyatz or Lechalakiyatz? One man number says it's Lelaviyatz, which means that the Torah says that Havara is not an Abmalacha and you don't get cards. Rather, you only get a lav. However, the other type to say is that's Lechalakiyatz. Lechalak means that the Torah is telling you that we would, we would entertain the possibility that the only time a person's high for doing Malacha and Shabbos Yom Tov is if he does all 39 Malachas. However, if you would only do some of them, he wouldn't be chayv. That's what the Torah says. L'chalik. The Torah says specifically Avara to tell you, just like on Avara, you're chayv. You just do Avara. So too, in all the other malachas, you're chayv. So therefore, says the Gemara, we see from Rebekiva that Rebekiva held that Avara l'chalik. Why? So Rashi explains, since Rebekiva said on the Amad Aleph that Avara is an Amalacha, so therefore, it's only an Amalacha if you hold that it's l'chalik. If you hold that it's l'chalik, so then it's not Amalacha. It's only l'chalik. So that's why we see clearly from Rebekiva that Avara is l'chalik. The third thing we see, we see a third halach from Rekiva that we don't say the Svar of Hayal, that we'll see later on in this Masechta, there's a tzad to say that since Havara, since lighting a fire is mutter for cooking, so therefore maybe it's mutter for everything, we see from Rekiva that's not the case, that even though it's mutter to cook on Yom Tev, it's Aser to light a fire to burn the Chametz on Yom Tev. Says the Helgigmar writer, Tanar Abadon, now we're going to see a bunch of Zeres, a bunch of Sukkim now, Discussing what type of chametz a person's when a person's allowed to have chametz in his house is a person allowed to have the chametz of an anjin in his house. So let's see. The pasuk, there's two psukim. Let's just give a quick akdama. There's two psukim in regards to not having chametz. One is in Shemaisi Beis Yates. One is Shemaisi Gimel Zayin. Let's read both psukim. The first pasuk says Shivatz Yom Tzarli Matzu Batechem. This pasuk says you're not allowed, for seven days. You're not allowed chametz in your house. The second pasuk says that you have to have matzah for seven days. You shouldn't find chametz in any of your borders. The Gemara is going to assume that the first pasuk is talking about having chametz specific in your house. And the second passage is referring to having on your property. So now let's go right in. Turn around. The first passage says, You're not allowed to have chametz in your house. Why does the passage say, We already have another passage. So we have two passages which say, You're not allowed to have chametz. So it explains the Gemara why I don't need both. Because the passage says, You're not allowed to have sa'ar in your house. You're not allowed to have chametz. So we make a drasha. 
You're not allowed to have your own chametz in your house. However, the halacha is that you're allowed to have the chametz of somebody else and the chametz of Hagdish in your property. Rashi explains the chametz of somebody else is referring to an angel. We'll come back to this at the end of the Ahmed. But again, the Gemara learns that the halacha is you're allowed to have somebody else's chametz, the chametz of an angel, the chametz of Hagdish in your shus. Says the Gemara, I would think that a person is allowed to hide the chametz in his shus, so now you, you can't see the chametz. Or I think that a person is allowed to accept a collateral from a non-Jew and have that chametz in his property. Tamalaymar, that's what the Torah says. Lo yimate. That's not allowed to be found. That even though you can't see it, you're not allowed to have it in your shuts. Says the Gemara. I would say that's only by a non-Jew who's not under your control who doesn't live with you in the chater. However, However, a non-Jew who lives in your chater and he's under your control. The Miri explains we're talking about a non-Jew, for example, who works for you. So therefore, you own the stuff that he has. So therefore, says the Gemara. I would think that that's permissible. You're allowed to have his chametz. Tamalaymar. That's what the Torah says. Well, you must be betechem. That you're not allowed to have it in your house at all. So now says the Gemara. Ainly Allah shev betechem. The boyers the zichin of arisim nine. How do you know that Allah is not allowed to have chametz in your pits and your caves? How do you know that's not just in your house? Tamalaymar. That's what the Torah says. Bechol gvulacha. That's what the Torah says. You're not allowed to have chametz in all of your boundaries. So now says the Gemara. That's why we need both psukim. Both psukim teach you different halachas. Says the Gemara about dying yomer. But I would still say that in echanami we learn different halachas and different psukim. However, the halachas that we learn from each pasuk only apply to that specific year that that pasuk is referring to. Explains the Gemara. By dying ani yomer, I would say. That only in a person's house is a person over if he hides the chametz or accepts chametz from a non-Jew. However, and in Gvulin, when it's not in your house, then you're allowed to have somebody else's chametz. However, how do I know to apply both halachas that we learn from both psukim to each other? Meaning, how do I know? Like the Gemara is going to explain. We have the word sar sar in both psukim. The Pasuk says the word Sa'ar by your house and says you're not allowed to find in your house. Just like when the Torah says you shouldn't find in your house, it means you're over the Yisr, even if you hide in your house and even if you accept it from a non Jew, if you accept the Chrayis, so too the Chrayis that you're not allowed to have outside of your property, so too. When the terrorist says you're not allowed to have chametz, not in your property, that also means you're not allowed to have, you're not allowed to hide the chametz out of your property, you're not allowed to accept the pugdainis, the because and the collateral of a non-Jew as well. Umas, now it goes the other way around, the other way around as well, it's also a kula. Umas, just like the chametz, which was said that you're not allowed to have outside of your property, you're not allowed to have your own stuff. However, you're allowed to have other people's chametz, you're allowed to see other people's chametz, and hegish's chametz in, 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 that area, so too, when it says you're not allowed to have chametz in your house, that means you're not allowed to have your own chametz. However, you're allowed to have other people's chametz and the chametz of Hagdish in your own house. So again, the Gemara is going to discuss in one minute, I, if you're allowed to have chametz in your own house, why are you not allowed to accept from an Jew? The Gemara is going to get to that in one minute. However, there's an interesting Ritva over there, Ritva discusses. So now that the Gemara says that we make Xerashav between both of these Psukim, so, and we said that the halachas in both Pasuk apply to each other. The question is, when a person has chametz in his property, is it over because of both lavin or only one lavin? Meaning, do we say that practically speaking now we look at it as if we have both lavin in regards to the same thing or no? Only the Dino apply to each other, but not that you're over to lavin, which brings down both of these Tzadim, and it's really a fundamental question how exactly to learn the din of a Xerashav. Says the Helgig Marbaiter. Omar Mar, now we're going to go back to explain this price. Omar in the Elabanachi Shaykh Shalai Kivshas, Evain Shari Mchabachatsu, Nachi Shaykh Shari Mchabachatsu, Minayin. The Gemara said, I would think that only a non Jew who doesn't live in your property, that's the time. Ta- 
of chametz you're not allowed to have. However, a non-Jew lives in your property. That's the type of chametz you're allowed to have. Tam That's the terrace says leimatzi. Ask the gemara. It's the other way around. Meaning, it's a kavul chamer the other way. Meaning, if the terrace said that you're not allowed to have chametz of a non-Jew who doesn't live in your property, kolshkin you're not allowed to have the chametz of a Jew who lives in your property who's under your control. So ask the gemara. It doesn't make any sense. And we need another gemara to tell you that. Rather, says the gemara. I'm switch it around. First, we start off by saying that you're not allowed to have the chametz of a non-Jew who lives in your house. And ask the gemara. How do you know that even a non-Jew doesn't live in your house and not have that person's chametz? That's why the terrace. Says the extra pasuk of leimatzi. Rav Amarav says no. Another tarets. Don't touch around. It's going on the reisha. It's saying a kula. The lachas is your knowledge. Your knowledge of your own chametz. We allowed to have the chametz of other people. I think that's only a non-Jew. That's under control. It doesn't live in your chutzar. How do you know that you're allowed to have that a non-Jew who lives in your chutzar and under your control? How do you know you're allowed to have his chametz in your property as long as it's not yours? That's what the tarets says. Ask the gemara of a high Ask the Gemara, but according to Rav's interpretation, Rav's Chan the Bryce, it comes out that we're really saying a kula. We're saying that you're even allowed to have the chametz of a non Jew who's under your control, who's living in your chutz, you're allowed to have that person's chametz in your property. But then the, the Bryce wrote down a pasuk of layimatze, which sounds like that it's telling you a chiddush that something's us or not that something's mutter. According to Rav, it comes out that the Bryce is telling you a kula, that you're allowed to have the non Jew's chametz in your property. So then, how could the Gemara say, and what's the source for that? The source is layimatze, that you're not allowed to have it in your property. That tells you that something's us or not something's mutter. So explains the Gemara. No, the drush wasn't from Layimatse, the drush was from the word Lacha in the Pasuk. The Pasuk says that you're not allowed to have your own stuff. The extra Lacha tells you that Dafka, your own stuff, you're not allowed to have, but you're allowed to have the Chumats of a non Jew. So now the Gemara is going to reconcile. We keep on saying that you're allowed to have the Chumats of a non Jew in your property, but then the Gemara said you're not allowed to have the because of a non Jew, you're not allowed to have the collateral of a non Jew. So the Gemara is going to explain when exactly it's Mutter, when it's Asr. Says the Gemara. It depends. If the Jews take responsibility that if something happens to this because if something happens, it's collateral. Then, in a way, we view it as if it's his, and therefore, it's his responsibility to get rid of this chametz. He's not allowed to have chametz on Pesach. However, if he doesn't accept responsibility for this collateral, the Allah is reviewed as a non-Jew, then it's permissible for him to have it in his property on Yom Tif. Says the Gemara, Kihad Arma Lehu Rav Lebnei Mechuzah, like Rav told Lebnei Mechuzah, Be'iroi Chamir Lebnei Chila Mibatayichu Kivan De'ilu Mignav Ilu Mitzvat Rishusayichu Kai Uvisi Lishlumi Kidi Lechon Dami Ve'Aser. So Rav told the people who lived in Mechuzah that in your town you have to get rid of the chametz the Bnei Chayla Metayichu that the Soldiers used to come into their property and they used to live in their houses and they would provide them with food. So Rabbi told them they have to get rid of the soldiers' chametz, even though it wasn't really the people who owned the house, it was really the soldiers. However, since if anything would happen to the chametz, if anything would happen to the soldiers' food, they would be responsible for it. So therefore, we view it as if it's theirs on Yomtiv, we view it as if it's theirs on Pesach, and therefore Rabbi told them they have to get rid of it before Yomtiv. Says the Gemara, this makes sense according to Mandamar, that's something which a person is responsible for. If something happens to it, that we view it as if a person owns it. According to Mandamar, that holds that a davar girl mammon is not kimamon, meaning even though if it gets lost, I'll be responsible for it. But right now, lamaisha it's not mine. So according to the man davar, Michael Mamer, what's that shot that I have to get rid of it? Says the Gemara, Shaniach Adam Leimatze. Says the Gemara, no. Specifically over here by Pesach, everybody, everybody would agree that even though in general davar girl lamaman could be is lav kimamon, it doesn't really have the status of money. Still, however, since the Torah here says you're not, it can't be found in your house. Therefore, it's an extra chuma chumra that specifically in regards to Pesach, you're not allowed to have the chametz of an Jew which you're responsible for in your house. Says the Gemara, Ikadamri.
something to say the other way around. Tarni Khamadam Dava Garam Lamin Lav Kamam Dami Kor to Madam holds that in general, Davra Garam Lamin is Lav Kamam Dami, it doesn't have the status of money. Hayna did Tikhlaimatsi. That's why I need a special Kirsakasa to tell you that in regards to Khamits, you're not allowed to have this Khamits in your property. Elamandam or Kamam Dami Lamatsi Lamli. According to Mandam that holds that in general, Davra Garam Lamin Kamam Dami, which means that if I'm responsible for something and it breaks, I don't have to pay for it, so you look at it as if it's yours. So why don't you need an extra Kirsakasa of Lamatsi? If it's if we view it as if it's your Khamits, why don't you need extra Kirsakasa for saying I don't have it? Says the more Itzrich. I know, I do need it. Since practically speaking, if nothing happens to it, he'll be able to return it to the owner, and therefore it would, it's not really his, it's not considered as a shus. Kamash well, that's when you need the extra cost of Abelimatsi to tell you that no, Itaka is still considered yours, and therefore you're responsible to get rid of it before Pesach, you're responsible to get rid of it. Two quick aras. And what we saw in today's daf, the Gemara brought down the bottom. Of Daf Heim and Alf, the Gemara said, Rabbi Kiva's source for the fact that the Chametz, you're that, you have to get rid of the Chametz in Arab Pesach, was the fact that the Torah says you have to burn the Chametz, and therefore, since the, the Torah says you have to burn the Chametz, it must mean that you have to get rid of an Arab Pesach, because you're not allowed to burn Chametz on, on Pesach itself. So now the Shaila is that the Yechorim discussed, Avenezer tries to bring a ride from here. L'chayr, we see from here that a person cannot be Yaitza, the Indian of Bir Chametz, a non Jew, because if I can tell a non Jew to, to get rid of the Chametz for me, if I can tell him to, to burn the Chametz, so then what was Rabbi Kiva's raya? So L'chayr, Says we have a clear proof that you cannot be yates the mitzvah tashbisu through an anju. And the Maisa, practically speaking, that is mat chadaraya. If you trust in Argamar, what exactly does the shaila revolve around if a non-Jew can can be mekayim the mitzvah of shvisa? If you give a non-Jew your chametz to tell him to burn it for you, can you mekayim the mitzvah or not? So it's really a fascinating machlekes machlekes between the Magen Avram and Kiveger and others. If you take a look at the Magen Avram Tuf Meivav. He brings down that a person. Can be in the midst of Tashbis Lai Day Nanju. Magnum brings down if a person has Chametz on Yom. If he can tell a Nanju to burn the Chametz for him and he can get to the mitzvah. However, you take a look at Rabbi Kivager. Rabbi Kivager writes, Yesh Lefak Fake. Rabbi Kivager and the Chsam Sefer, right, the son in law writes this as well. Rabbi Kivager is on the side of the Shulchan Aruch. He writes, Yesh Lefak Fake. The Yesh Lamed Lemekayim is asked to Tashbisu. Kivan to move the Ariel Day Nachri. The Ainch Lichos Lenachri. Vahali Kinasa Birmiat. Like Kayim is asked to Says Rabbi Kivager that when a Nanju burns the Chametz for you, you tell the Nanju to burn the Chametz for you. The Allah is that in general, Ainch Lichos Lakam. The Allah is that a Non-Jew cannot be a shliach for you. The concept of shluchah and kamaisi does not apply to non-Jew, and therefore says the Kveger, who said that who said Allah is like the Magen Avram that if you give a non-Jew chametz to you for him to burn it, Allah is that you're making the mitzvah tashbisu. Says the Kveger, you're not making the mitzvah since there's no shlichas to a non-Jew, so therefore it's as if we view it as if the chametz just got burnt by itself, and you're not yet to the mitzvah of tashbisu. So it's really a fascinating discussion. The question is, what exactly does this machlekes? What is the yisaid machlekes? So really, this yisaid machlekes is telling in general what the mitzvah of tashbisu. We've spoken about this before. What is the mitzvah of Tashbisu? The Minchas Chinach clears this Shaila. He says, Is the mitzvah of Tashbisu a mice of Yadayim? It's a mitzvah to get rid of the Chametz, or no? Maybe the mitzvah of Tashbisu is just not to have Chametz in your shots. And the Harris Nassim points us out that according to Minchas Chinach, it's Pashit. That if a non Jew gets rid of your Chametz, of course he adds to the mitzvah. Because the entire mitzvah, according to Minchas Chinach, on the second side, is just to make sure that the Chametz is not in your shots on Yamtif. So it doesn't make a difference how, the, how you get rid of the Chametz. Even if someone else gets rid of the Chametz for you, or even if it's, just, it's gone, the Allah Tashbisu. However, if the mitzvah of Tashbisu is to get rid of the Chametz yourself, so then we could clear. Is the mitzvah to get rid of it yourself in the sense that I have to make sure that with my guf I get it done or I do a shliach and shliach and shliach So that's, it sounds like that's what Rekiva Eger held. However, we could say that, what did the Magen Avram hold? Either you could say the Magen Avram held like the Chesvenach, that the mitzvah of Tashbisu is Shalatas, or no, you could say that even if it's a Maisim Yadayim. However, it could be the Torah's time, you make sure that the Chametz is gotten rid of. So if you tell an Anjou to get rid of it, it's, it was under your direction, it was under your control, that the Chametz is now gone. It doesn't mean that you specifically need Shulchasham Kamaitsa. And it's really an interesting discussion in general. Let's say, for example, by a Micah, let's say there are certain mitzvahs, can I tell an Anjou to do it for me, even though it's Shulchasham For example, the Torah said you have to build a fence on your property to make sure nobody falls on the roof. 
So let's say I tell a non-Jew to do it for me. So now, what, are you going to tell me that since HGLs are not la'akwa, I'm not to the mitzvah? Or no, you'll tell me that since it was under my responsibility, I told him to build it for me. So therefore, I could be aid to the mitzvah. There's quite a few of these type of mitzvahs in which the terror doesn't specifically want me to do a daim, and therefore it's enough that even if a non-Jew does it, I'm yet to the mitzvah. If you take a look at Tyson Shuas and Gimel, he talks about that Gilach Matzer can be done on day non-Jew. If you take a look at the Shar Melech and Parak Beis and the Chazav Zara, the Chasam Soifer and the Sivas and others, they discuss whether Tzvilas Kalim can be done on day non-Jew. If and if the uh, owner tells a tells a non-Jew, can he be? Can you be title my kalem? Can the can the owner make a bracha or not? The Machna Fraim and Simon Hay discuss this, Lagabe Micah. Again, really a fascinating discussion. Which mitzvahs can be done through an Anju and which mitzvahs do we say that no, you need shlichas and you're not you to the mitzvah without shlichas. Just again, interesting R from Aragamara that the Avinezer tried to bring a raya that you can't be can't be done through shlichas with Avinezer. One more R in today's daf. The Gemara on the base brings down that the Allah is a person does not allowed to have his own chametz in his property on Pesach. However, you're allowed to have other people's chametz and Hegdish's chametz on your property on Yom Tov. So now on Pesach. So if you take a look at Rashi, Rashi, the Ramaskal Fish and Nehemiah, Rashi brings down the, the end of the Rashi, says Rashi, Kigoyin, Narchari, Vishagavaya, Imhekdisham, Labadakabayat. Rashi brings down who's the Acherim. Says Rashi, for example, a non-Jew and the Achrenim Medayik, Pnei Yeshua and others Medayik. That it sounds like from Rashi. That Rashi is learning that when the Gemara says you're allowed to have someone else's chametz on your property on Yom Tif, that means you're allowed to have the chametz of a non-Jew. However, of course, you're not allowed to have the chametz of a Jew in your property on Yom Tif. However, that is definitely subject to debate. If you take a look at the Nitziv over here, he discusses the Shaila. It could be that he held that in Rashi it's Pashi allowed to have the chametz of a Jew on Yom Tif. And again, there's another discussion over here in the Achrenim. Are you allowed to have the chametz of Hefker in your property on Yom Tif? Is that part of the Achrenim or no? Chametz of Hefker, we look at it as if it's in your Rishos, and therefore you're responsible for it. So now, what exactly is Machlekes Talion? Again, really, it's very interesting, and there's a lot of discussion in over here. But maybe we could suggest that the Machlekes revolves around there's a Machlekes in over here, Abalata, discuss a little bit whether when the Gemara has this diuk. The Gemara says that you're allowed to have the chametz of, an, of a non-Jew, of a cherem, and a hegdish. Is that, does that come from two diukim or is that from one diuk? It says, because the Pazik says, layer sa'ar. The Pazik says, layer sa'ar. And layer chametz. So the question is, is that coming from one diuk or is it from two diukim? Do we need two diukim to tell you you're not allowed to have shal and shal cherem? Or no, that's learned from the same Pazik. And Bachan explains what's the shayla. So explains Bachan very, very nicely that if you learn that it's one xeris akasov, and the xeris akasov is that as long as a Jew doesn't own it, how well has this matter for him to have it? So that doesn't make a difference who owns it. It doesn't make a difference if it's a non Jew, if it's a Jew, if it's a, from Hefker. So then we would say that the Jews' chametz would be and they have to be usher as well. However, if you learn, then the other possibility to say is that no, you need a, uh, another Xeris for each one. Explain to why don't you actually Xeris Because the point isn't that the Jew doesn't own it. The point is, number one, either that a non Jew owns it or that Hegish owns it. It's that somebody else who's not either not Mukhayim in the midst or somebody else owns it. So, if that's the pshat, you need two gzeres hakatsavs. So it could be. Then we could discuss. What about the chametz of a non-Jew? Uh, what about the chametz of a Jew? I'm sorry. What about the chametz of hafker? Those don't have mutim. So then what would be the Allah. So again, according to the first side, that lecha tells you everything. As long as the Jew doesn't own it, the lacha is that he's not. He's allowed to have it. So then lachera, it would be much for him to have the the chametz of hafker, the chametz of a Jew. However, if you assume that you need extra gzeres hakatsav for each thing, then we can handle what's the lacha of the chametz of a Jew and the chametz of hafker. Quick chazar we saw today, the Gemara. On the Amid Aleph, continued discussion to prove that the is that you're not allowed to have chametz in our Pesach. As well, the Gemara brought down a few more Ramakimis, a few more Pesukim to show that the answer of chametz applies in Arab Yom Tiv as well. And the Gemara on the base went through to say that the is a person is not allowed to have his own chametz in his house, but he's allowed to have the chametz of a non Jew and the chametz of, he- of Hegdish, as well as your. And the Gemara says you're not allowed to have the chametz of a non Jew, which you're accepted as a because And the Gemara concluded that's referring to when a person is a Kabbalah Rais, he's not allowed to have that chametz in his property. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.